And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, farmers in many areas are back on the combine following delays from last week's rain. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Increasing cloudiness. Wind northwest 20 gusting to 40 and a high of 26. Tonight, 60% chance of showers, risk of a thunderstorm, and windy, the low 13. Clearing tomorrow, wind northwest 20, gusting to 40, the high 24, the low 8. Thursday, partly cloudy, the high 24, evening showers Thursday, the low 13. Friday, showers, the high 20, the low 10. Saturday, cloudy, the high 17, 30% chance of evening showers on Saturday, with a low of 5. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high 18, the low 7. Monday, partly cloudy, the high 19. Normal high for this date, now 17, the normal low 3 degrees. The sun rose at 6.36 this morning. It sets at 7.09 tonight. And around the province, we have the hot spot is Estevan at 24 degrees. And the cold spot, Uranium City at 9. Saskatoon is 23, Swift Current 21, Weyburn 22, and Yorkton almost as hot as Estevan, just a fraction under 24. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's 19, that's 66 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north-northwest at 11. Humidity 91%, the barometer rising 100.2. Partly cloudy, Moose Jaw 21, winds are from the north-northeast at 17. Once again, Regina, cloudy 19, that's 66 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougallauction.com. And brought to you by Edge Microactive, the new weapon against weed resistance. Visit gowancanada.com for more information. The combines are rolling again in the central part of Saskatchewan and in many parts of this province. The regional crop specialist in Outlook, Kaylee Kindrichuk, estimates harvest at about 20% complete in her area. That's uh, about 235 kilometers northwest of Regina. Around Outlook, we didn't uh, seem to get as much rain as some of the other areas of the province. We had maybe around half an inch around here, um, and obviously further south, they had quite a bit more. So the combines in the area or have started to roll again. I think Saturday, a lot of producers were going again, and, and they would be for sure by now, too. What kind of harvest progress? What percentage completion in your area? In this area, um, we're probably sitting at around 20% done. Um, we did have the rain delay last week. We were down for about a week or about five days, so we didn't make a whole lot of progress, but uh, with harvest picking back up now, we're making waves. And how does the crop look production-wise, average, uh, below or above? I think that it's still about average. Um, I haven't heard any real numbers come in yet. But I think that yield and quality is maybe about average, depending on some of the crops, some of the areas, and how much rain was received. Maybe we might see quality in some of those areas down a little bit from what we were expecting. Describe the growing season for me. <laughs> uh, the growing season was different from what we've seen in the last few years. Uh, yet again, I guess we didn't see much moisture early on in, in the year. We did receive it right 
right when we needed it and, and the crops did start growing, but then it seemed like the rain didn't stop. So now we just we just need Mother Nature to cooperate and we need some nice warm days uh, with no rainfall now for a little while to get the ball rolling on harvest and get us finished. Is there a lot of late maturity? Like, is there a threat of frost yet? There's some stuff that may be a little bit later. Because we didn't have a whole lot of moisture early on in the year, our crops were different stages right from then. And, and so now that is showing through now at harvest when producers are trying to make the decision whether they should be swathing or if they should leave it in the field. So we're seeing a lot of a lot more swathing going on this year than maybe what we would have expected. Um, and that's due to the the several stages in the field. Could frost cause some damage even now? Depends on the stage of the crop. So for some of the stuff that was seeded earlier and came up and and grew right through the growing season, um, it probably won't do too much. But for anything that was seeded a little bit later, we still may see some problems if there is a frost soon. So when do you expect harvest to wrap? Oh, that's a great question, Jim. Hopefully within the next three or four weeks, because we are just getting going, really. We are probably a couple of weeks behind what we would normally see for this area. You said there was some concern about downgrading of crops because of all the rain? Yeah, so it just depends on where the rain was and the stage of the crop and and how much how much rain there was. We may see some of that, but we haven't seen it yet. Kaylee Kindrachuk is the Regional Crop Specialist for the Ministry of Agriculture in Outlook. That's about 235 kilometres northwest of Regina. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the REMAX Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Saskatchewan farmers faced scattered hail damage during the first week of September. The chair of the Canadian Crop Hail Association, Rick Omolchenko, says there were over 250 hail damage claims in this province from September 1st to 6th. Yeah, there are some scattered storms. Uh, there was light to medium damage, kind of pea-sized hail type thing. Uh, there was about 500 claims reported in the prairie provinces, and around over half of those came approximately from uh, Saskatchewan. What kind of damage did you say? Uh, light to medium damage, Jim. It's, it's uh, like kind of pea-sized hail, but being uh, you know the conditions of the crops at this time of year, uh, in the ripening, they're very vulnerable to any kind of hail whatsoever. When you say light to medium, what percentage loss would you say? We don't have no real serious ones right now. They're they're probably in that you know less than payable to you know around that thirty forty percent. And you said pea-sized hail. Anything bigger than that? Nothing I have heard about so far. It's been all around that kind of that pea size to even just like sleet. Where in Saskatchewan? It's kind of varied all over the place. It's uh, little spots here and there in the south through some central. Nothing really in the northern parts. And you're asking producers to leave check strips? Yes, please. The more the better. The you know it gives the adjuster a lot more to look at to make sure they cover the you know claim fairly. The less they leave, the, you know, the less they're able to see what the damage is. So I really recommend uh, you know calling your uh, CCHA company that you're insured with and really find out what they actually want for you. It's really nice to have a uh, you know a strip. You know if it's a swather width or a uh, you know a straight cut header width all the way up one side of the field and down the other. That's probably your best bet. And hail loss is covered right to the end of October? 
right to the end of October for most companies right now. I don't think anybody that's, because we changed it last year on the request of the farmers that we uh, would change it to October 31st because of some late hail that happened last year and kind of in the central, eastern central Saskatchewan, that Yorkton area. Rick Omolchenko is the chair of the Canadian Crop Hail Association. A grain market analyst sees mixed prospects for Saskatchewan farmers after the fall harvest. Neil Townsend with FarmLink Marketing Solutions sees wheat hovering around $6 a bushel due to abundant world supplies and canola around nine fifty a bushel. He adds lentil crops remain under pressure. Well, the post crops continue to sort of uh, probably two stories here. We're battling a bit of the weather and we're also battling market access to the markets where we need to be. Uh, the weather is, you know, for the crop, for the pulse crops that are still in the ground, this is not ideal weather, lots of rain, and that, you know, risks uh, big quality degradation. But what we've seen from the demand side is that, you know, there's less demand than there is uh, prospective supply. So that does two things. One, I mean, that challenges the price structure. And the other thing, it means that, you know, if there are any degrading factors like loss of color, loss of uh, grade or something like that, you know, it's much harder to find the demand to compensate for those because the buyers have much more choice and they'll be more selective in what they buy. And again, I mean, I think just looking at India, I mean, there's a mixture of storylines out of India as always, but the biggest storyline out of India is that, you know, they have enough supply right now to sustain a policy that just basically makes all things being equal, it makes imports harder than it would be under a circumstance where they actually had a compelling demand urge to buy pulses from Canada. So the price outlook for the pulse crops? On the one hand, again, this is sort of on the one hand, on the other hand. On the one hand, I mean, there's a little bit of a risk premium in the pulse crops right now because of the, you know, the quality and the production concerns in Canada. So we've seen prices sort of firm a bit. That being said, not much demand behind it. So, you know, for lentils, like we still have kind of a, you know, 19 cent is sort of our most likely price that we think a lot will be transacted and there could be some opportunities to do a little bit higher than that and a little bit lower than that and again farmland would probably be a seller higher than 19 cents right now but we'd probably be you know content to hold at 18 or or lower than that depending on your region for the large green lentils we see it you know uh, a bit stronger than that up around the 23 24 cent range and for smaller greens we see it around the 20 to 21 cent range for the peas, the peas continue to, you know, they're probably struggling right now. I mean, uh, yellow peas are probably below $6. Again, we think that's largely seasonality. We think there'll be some recovery in the yellow pea market. The big X factor is just how much does China take of yellow peas. So far, yellow peas haven't been really detrimented by the hostility between China and Canada. And if that continues, we expect the prices to recover a bit. But the price recovery isn't going to be, you know, um, back to 7 It's going to be more into the mid range. Neil Townsend is a senior market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Hickseed in Moss Bank. If you have the need for feed, call Hickseed. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for feed barley fell ten dollars at one forty seven sixty three. Canola dropped two forty at four hundred eight dollars and sixty six cents. Oats declined forty one cents at one seventy nine thirteen. Number one red spring wheat increased a dollar twenty four at one ninety nine thirteen. The rest were unchanged. Durham two forty eight sixty nine. Flax four seventy five fifty six. 
Yellow peas, $213.47. Feed wheat, $164.52. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December wheat is down two and a quarter cents at $5.06 and three quarter cents a bushel. Back in a moment. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of September 17th. Weyburn didn't have a regular sale last week. It was Assiniboia's turn. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.78 to $0.88. D3 cows sold from $0.65 to $0.75. Good butcher bulls sold from a dollar to a dollar ten. We had a pre-sorted yearling sale in Weyburn on Monday. Six hundred to six fifty pound steers averaged a dollar sixty-three and sold up to a dollar seventy-seven. Six fifty to seven hundred pound steers averaged a dollar seventy-four and sold up to a dollar ninety. Seven hundred to eight hundred pound steers averaged a dollar seventy-five and sold up to a dollar ninety-two. Eight hundred to nine hundred pound steers averaged a dollar eighty-two and sold up to a dollar ninety-two. And steers over nine hundred pounds averaged a dollar sixty-five and sold up to a dollar eighty-two. Heifers were about ten cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a group of eight hundred pound exotic steers at a dollar ninety-one a pound, a group of nine hundred pound exotic steers at a dollar eighty-two a pound, a group of a thousand pound exotic steers at a dollar seventy-two a pound. This has been Stephanie Day reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,800 hogs Monday, selling a range of 112 to 148 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,200 head, selling a range of 111 to 144 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down and forward contract prices are trading lower this morning. Monday, the Canadian dollar was up 5 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3248. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.28 cents US. US cash markets are lower on the second day of the marketing week, and all reporting regions are now in a well-established seasonal pattern, which is to say lower. Current modeling shows that the seasonal low appears by marketing week 40 on average, which is only two weeks away. Last week's slaughter showed a significant 12.4% increase over a year ago, but the notable move was likely due to logistics when producers held back shipments following the impacts of Hurricane Dorian. Next week's numbers should provide more clues in that regard, but large kills are expected heading into the autumn. Lean hog features continue to exhibit features of a volatile trade, and nearby contracts showed significant support at the close yesterday. This morning, markets are backing off from the higher closing values, but have not yet erased all gains from the previous session. And the outlook today, increasing cloudiness, wind northwest 20, gusting to 40, the high 26. Tonight, 60%, chance of showers, risk of a thunderstorm, and windy, the low 13. Wednesday, clearing, wind northwest 20, gusting to 40, the high 24, the low tomorrow 8. In Regina, cloudy and 19, that's 66 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.